Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the, the Sports and More podcast with your host, Eddie Morelos, and my producer who never knows his name. Um, where are we? Mesa Costa <laughs> in the house. <laughs> yeah. We got to keep it light, right, Ace? Uh, what's today? Oh, today's Taco Tuesday. That's Tuesday, that's the 18th. Another tie Tuesday. Look, at I'm matching, dude. Look, there's nobody else in here with the tie, Eddie. Oh. There's no, nobody. Nobody. Tacos. You gotta give me some credit. Come on. <laughs> give me some credit. We got some guests with us. Hall of Fame guests. Uh oh. Hey. Where's how cool is this, right? We've been all excited about all the other Hall of Famers that we've had on. Now we get the ones who get to promote it, get it out there, put it together, hype these dudes up. We got some legends. Hey, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Now, if you're if you're a Trojan fan, you're probably not gonna like them that much. But it's okay because he's a Bruin. Hey, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. All good. Hey, that's all good. And, with and me. then you got the legendary voiced from oh, I forgot one of your sayings. Come on, Wayne, give us an, a nice saying that you always do. What is nice. it? Nice as rice, mellow as Joe. That's hey, the one. Nice as rice, mellow as Joe. We got classic from the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame, uh, the president Ed Stansberry. Yes, sir. And the treasurer Wayne Thornton. Wow. <laughs> wow. Cool. I like that introduction. That's right. just short and simple. I like that. I mean, we can, we can go off because I really want to, Wayne. You know me and you got a really good relationship. You got it. Bro. I appreciate everything you do for not only me, but for the Sumble Association and especially for the Borderland region, the city of El Paso. You've done so many things here, uh, Wayne. How long have you been here in El Paso? Um, I don't know. You lost count. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's been here for a few decades. It's okay. Okay. Right. 63 years. Wow. Wayne is the true legend. True. And, uh, you know, it's it's always a, a pleasure uh, to be in the in the presence of Mr. <laughs> Thornton. But uh, we're happy to be here with you guys, fellas. Hey, uh, Ed, thank you. Um, you're the president of the Athletic Hall of Fame uh, here in El Paso, El Paso, Texas. We got nothing, so many greats to come out of the city of El Paso. Uh, can you tell us, first of all, a little bit about yourself and then about the El Paso uh, Athletic Hall of Fame and how it started? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and it's funny that, uh, you know, it's been 20-plus years since I graduated high school. And, you know, I had moved away uh, going off to college and, and stayed out of El Paso for, for 18 years. Uh, so to be back and, and be involved in the sports community like I am, like none of these kids, you know, I grew up playing with their parents. So uh, usually it's the parents that have to give them the rundown of, of my resume and the things that I've done. But uh, uh, I was very fortunate, you know, uh, growing up here in El Paso, um, you know, went to Dolphin Terrace, uh, went to Canyon Hills Middle School, graduated from Irvin High School. And I couldn't have had a better youth sports career um, if I dreamt it up, I and mean, at, at Irvin, they always say once a rocket, what's the saying there? Once a rocket, always a rocket. And that's, uh, okay. coach Tony Shaw, another hall of famer, hall what of the famer. mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. And, uh, you know, I took that and ran with it, uh, you know, <laughs> through, through all, through all the things uh, that I did, all, all sports, you know, football is what I'm most famously known for, but, uh, you know, I played basketball, I played soccer, I, uh, I did track and field, was a state champion uh, in the discus, so wow. I, I kind of did it all, and, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, a lot of it is in thanks to, to the people that, that I surrounded myself with, you know, my family, my parents, uh, my friends, I always had a goal, and I think that's what set me apart uh, from the rest of the competition, is at an early age, I understood what it took 
to get to the next level, the sacrifices that you had to make. And uh, um, I was blessed enough to have an opportunity to, to pick the, the college that I wanted to go to. Um, I took visits to Notre Dame, Miami, Texas, wow. UCLA. And when I got out to the West Coast, I just fell in love. So I signed on the dotted line, and the rest is history. Yeah. That Cali life, you know, I got a lot of <laughs> listeners out in California, you know, uh, they're, you know. It's like you said, hey, sorry, Trojan fans, but we got a ruin in the house. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> always remember because he always, well, you had the huge calves and then he had the long white socks on there. Yeah. Know, just yeah, out there. yeah. Yeah. You know, your next guy be hurting after all all that lead blocking after a while, didn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, the, and, and, and that's a story in itself, you know, being one of the, uh, you know, the number two quarterback uh, in the country. Uh, my senior year, you know, I was in the same class as guys like Drew, Drew Brees, Drew Brees, um, Michael Vick was uh, class of 97. And to come out so highly touted, um, expectations were big. The pressure was was intense and quarterback didn't work out for me my freshman year. Uh, we had a guy that named Cade McNown who just exploded. Wow. We went on an 18-game win streak, uh, beat uh, Texas A&M in the Cotton Bowl, uh, played in the Rose Bowl as a sophomore, and uh, I had to find another, another place to play. Yeah. And, uh, you know, genetically, I've been blessed thanks to my mom uh, on her Samoan side. Uh -huh. And uh, um, so my freshman year, I had put on 40 pounds of muscle. So wow. And a lot of a lot of schools did recruit me as an athlete. You know, it was if quarterback didn't work out, we know we could put you at linebacker. We could find a spot for you at, on offense at tight end or fullback. And uh, that was a deal that I had with Bob Toledo, uh, who was a head coach at UCLA. And uh, so after my freshman year, um, I changed positions, played linebacker, and then finally found a home at fullback and uh, blocked for Deshaun Foster, who was a uh, first-round pick, Super Bowl uh, uh, running back with the, the Carolina Panthers. And uh, it, just, uh, it just worked out, man, with, the, with all the muscles and, and all the strength. Uh, I, I did think I was uh, um, too smart of a quarterback or too smart of a fullback <laughs> to be at that position uh, because even still my junior and senior year, I would be wanting the quarterback to call audibles and different things like dissecting the defenses, but uh, it all worked out. It all worked out. And I had a great time uh, and great career, um, you know, going through what I, what I had to go through. Everything happens for a reason, you know, and uh, it's so cool to hear you talk about how you say you, you, you thought you were too smart of a fullback. And I remember, you know, uh, talking with fullbacks at New Mexico State and when I worked over there and they always seem like very intelligent human beings. So give yourself some credit, man. <laughs> give yourself some credit. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. <laughs> I remember he really lifted things up and put them That's, down. Dude, you were reading my mind. I was like, he was talking about putting on that muscle, you know, right? in one year. Because I'm all into working out these days okay. and lifting weights, and I just can't do it. So I'm going to have to, uh, you know, pick the brain over here later did, on. Did yeah. you go to that famous beach? What is it? Where they all be Venice working Beach. Out? Oh, Venice yeah. Beach. Venice muscle, beach. Muscle Beach. Muscle Beach. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, going out to UCLA, um, it was just like, you know, there's always those shoulda, coulda, wouldas. If I'd have yeah. went to Miami, if I'd have went to Texas, if I'd have went to Notre Dame, uh, would it have been different? And um, the people that I met out there, you know, UCLA, one of the most prestigious schools uh, in the world. Oh, yeah. And uh, um, something that stuck with me uh, when I went on my visit was um, that's when I found out that Jackie Robinson uh, went to UCLA and played, played football. He mm -hmm. did basketball. He did baseball. And to – walk the same halls as him to be in the same locker rooms as 
somebody that I looked up to so much in Jackie Robinson. Um, that was just the icing on the cake. Like, I want to go here. But, uh, you know, friends, family, like my teammates, it was like a who's who list. Like Ronnie Lott, uh, you know, his son, Ryan Neese, uh, was a linebacker. He came in the same year um, as me. And, you know, the list just goes on and on with the people, like, even if, even in, on the track team. Um you know, all the different uh, athletes uh, that, that were, you know, became Olympians, gold medalists um, on the basketball team. Uh, Baron Davis uh, came in the same year as me, Earl Watson, some big time names. So it was always I was in a class. Uh, you know, I always tell people you could be the big fish in a small pond or small fish in a big pond. And I was a small fish in a big pond, but it was it was a tremendous uh, experience. Well, when I, when I was in Lodi's, I was a big fish in a small pond. So, you know. <laughs> There's a difference. Hey, hey, it's like hey, a wave, like, oh. hey, I just want to be in a pond. Come on now. Okay, just get in a pond. <laughs> I mean, start fishing, man. You know what you know. Hey, uh, quick shout out to the Irvin High School baseball team. Real quick, uh, you made me remi- it reminded me when you said that you were from Irvin. Uh, their baseball team played with, I think they have 12 players. And yeah. They had a nice little run into the playoffs. And uh, how cool is that? You know what I mean? Like a baseball team, you kind of need. A lot more players than that. Too. Not just that, to make sure you have you're passing all your classes during this, you know, time frame. Yeah, and no injuries really, or I mean, kind of. What a great story, though. Yeah, uh, out, of, out of Irvin High School, their baseball team. So, so shout out to them. Um, let's uh, talk about the Athletic Hall of Fame. That's why we're here. Uh, you know, to, to talk about the recently announced uh, El Paso uh, Hall of Fame uh, class of 2021. Um, really. There's one that I'm super excited about. You guys know who Ace knows who I'm super excited about. Wayne knows who I'm super excited about. So I kind of want to just touch on him first of all. Uh, can you guess who I'm super excited about? Not yet. No. Felix Chavez. Man. Oh that's my, yeah, of that's course. My buddy. Of course. He's a media member. It's, uh, it's Chavez now. He's Hall of Fame. Chavez. <laughs> Chavez. 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 <laughs> so, uh, class of 2021, uh, Athletics Hall of Fame. I'll pass the Athletic Hall of Fame. Um, you can. You guys have a website, right? Yes, uh, Um We have our tickets, and we can get into that. But yeah. let's let's talk about Felix. Yeah, talk about Felix a little bit. Uh, maybe you could tell us who nominated him, how 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 he was nominated, what got him in. I mean, for me personally, I know what gets him in. He's one of the best, hardest workers. We talk about it all the time, right, uh, Ace? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of the definitely one of the hardest workers. So I mean, maybe yeah, you can without tell us a, a doubt. Bit more. I mean, if if you're in El Paso, you know you know what Felix Chavez. You've seen his writings. You've seen you've seen him out at the football games. You've seen him at the at the volleyball games, at the track meets. He does he does it all. And uh, our our immediate past president uh, Ruben Ramirez, uh, who was a photographer for a long time, retired from the El Paso Times, was the one who nominated him. And uh, you know, you just look at Felix's resume. You know, it, it, you you go into the horse racing but really i think when when people look at uh, mr chavez they see uh the time that he's put into really showcasing and highlighting uh the the local student athletes here in el paso um and it's just it's just a great great uh, honor for him uh to get in this year and I've been honored to see him at work when sitting with him in a press box, whether it's at a football game or a, or a baseball game or sometimes on the sideline of basketball. He's constantly looking for the good news of the El Paso wins and tweets about him. And it's like he mentioned here on our podcast that he can't get to everything, but he's trying. He really is trying. He's trying to share that good news of all the El Paso wins. So congratulations, Felix, once again, man. We're really, really proud of you. Um, let's talk about the officials. 
you, you have you uh, get an official in there. Um, Victor Firth, I, I you can maybe tell us a little bit about why he's in. Yeah, well, let me let me let me first start by saying um, that uh, I want to give a, a, a big shout out to our our selection committee yes, for the Hall please. of Fame because you know obviously with COVID, uh, the last two years when I started my presidency. Um, we didn't have a playbook, right? We we didn't have any bylaws written in on on ha- how to handle meetings and different things, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, for 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 the hall. And uh, so, um, when we got into this, uh, we sat down as a committee um, um, and and tried to figure out how can we continue um, with the elections, with the nominations, with the banquets. What are we going to have to do? And, uh, you know, I'm just so thankful for all the people that, that are involved, including uh, including Wayne, um, you know, my vice president, Scott Stein, uh, Chris Lopez, our secretary, our banquets coordinator, um, Cindy Spitz. Uh, we made it happen. And we went to a virtual nomination format. Our meetings were all virtual on Zoom. I figured if my 11-year-old and 6-year-old could do it at home, uh, we could get the <laughs> membership. And it, and it was a challenge. One thing. <laughs> it was a challenge. But uh, we had all of our resumes uh, put up on the website. Uh, you know, usually in the, in the in-person, we have 60 copies of every resume that are passed out uh, to all the voting members. But uh, we made it all digitized and had it on the website. And everybody did a tremendous job of presenting and making the nominations and and I'm just so I'm just so thankful I didn't want to go down as a president that didn't have a class and uh, so um, you know we have our two banquets coming up and things are moving forward Uh, and then getting back to uh, Mr. Victor Firth uh, he's been a division one official for over 20 years uh, currently in the American Athletic Conference has done over get this 160 collegiate football games wow and uh, you know our officials we have some big time officials uh, out of El Paso that travel out of town during football season basketball season they're all over the country representing El Paso and uh, it's a t- it's a tight-knit group so for Victor Firth uh, to get uh, inducted uh, certainly uh, um, you know, shows what what he's done in in his career. And that's a that's a tough category. Yeah, all, no, all, just, all these categories were tough. Like like when you're voting, you're like, ooh, he's he's really good. Ooh, she's really good too. Ooh, ooh. I mean, that's that's a well only one. As you say <laughs> that, you know, I can imagine how tough it was to kind of vote on this category because all officials, whether it's basketball, football, baseball, whatever it is, those are some of the hardest working people in in all of athletics. They have one of the most stressful jobs, yet they go out there like this gentleman over twenty years of experience, over a hundred games worked how much time away from his family, how much stress he's had to endure from from coaches, fans, whatever, you know what I mean? So congratulations to him. Congratulations to all the officials. And to be honest, that's one of the toughest gigs in, in all of sports. Mm-hmm. That's a good, it was like all the, all, all the categories were, whew, you know, you wish you can get more in, but you know, I guess next year, right? That's right, Ace. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, congratulations to you. Huh? This oh. was your first year. Oh, yeah, I can vote. I voted this year. <laughs> eligible yeah. to vote on the selection committee. I was eligible. <laughs> I'm American. I can vote now, right? <laughs> you got it. You're 18. I got it. You're 18 finally. I, I got it. I got it. Had my had my three, uh, what is it, three three meetings requ- uh, met? Yeah. We're good. Good you for did. you, dude. Let's get there and okay, I vote. I tell you. Something else on your plate that you do see money. Uh, let's go to the coaches and the administrators. You had two there. You had Erwin. Uh, uh, let me see if I can get this last name right. Bloxdorf. Yes. And Maria Kennedy. Um, Bloxdorf was a wrestling coach, and Kennedy, a former basketball coach. If you can talk about those two really quick. Yeah, Coach Erwin Bloxdorf. Um, 
you know, was at Irvine High School. And when you look at all of the success El Paso has had recently mm-hmm. in wrestling, you can all track it back to Coach Blockstorff. Um, Anthony wow. Carter at Hanks was one of uh, Coach Blockstorff's um, um, wrestlers uh, back at Irvine High School. Uh, ben Avalos, another another Hall of Famer, um, was one of Coach Blockstorff's um, wrestlers. And Mr. Blockstorff led Irvine High School to the 1971 um state wrestling championship and wayne br- let me bring you in here wayne because i know <laughs> yeah he's hiding over there in the corner. not a lot of people know this but my father-in-law was part of that state championship team divas vega and wayne i want to say it was before i moved back to el paso maybe six or seven years ago wayne put together an event to recognize um all the wrestlers uh from from this era so wayne you want to talk about that yeah, please. Well, first of all, thank you for letting me join the Stansberry show. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. That's really good, man. No, but Mr. Stansberry has a he has a gold standard. I mean, as far as his family and their name in Northeast El Paso, they're legendary, and it's really an honor to be here. First of all, with Eddie and of course you, Ace, and what you do with the podcast for Welcome to the Hall for the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame. Thank you for that, and Eddie, of course you're. Uh, just really, really sharp dude in terms of what you do for the uh, Sumbo Association, but even more so uh, staying active in Las Cruces and doing what New Mexico State as well. What a great institution they are, along with our our home here in UTEP. But it's really good to be in a room that people really understand and know sports. And as Mr. Stansberry said, his father-in-law was one of those many wrestlers we honored in 2005. We named the uh, 50 greatest, uh, 100 greatest wrestlers of all time, it was a great event, and a lot of them came back from out of town. And the Hall of Fame is something that uh, it really brings back memories for a lot of people. And it's also something that they have in their home, in their office, whatever it may be. But to be a part of an institution like the El Paso League Hall of Fame, it's truly the, 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 the place to be as far as if you get in because all the plaques are at the Don Haskins Center. Mm-hmm. The Baseball Hall of Fame does a phenomenal job, but their plaques, unfortunately, there's nowhere to put them. Mm-hmm. Softball Hall of Fame? Same thing. There's nowhere where the plaques are on display. Yeah. But the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame, their plaques are on display. All of them at the Don Haskins Center, huh? Yes, sir. To go get a video, some the, video of that there. You, you, so. wa- you walked by them many, many times. I know. But you're just concentrating on nachos. <laughs> I don't know if that's what I'm concentrating on. <laughs> you might be right. You know? Actually, you probably concentrated on that pregame meal over there at UTEP because, woo. Not anymore. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to come back, man. It's going to come back. And uh, l- let's go ahead and talk about uh, Miss uh, Maria Kennedy. Yeah, current uh, EPISD athletic director uh, just announced, announced recently uh, um, her retirement um, as, as AD. And, uh, you know, she was nominated by Coach Truman Wills, um, El Paso Athletic Hall of Famer, a uh, longtime track coach, cross country coach at, at Austin High School. I believe he's still coaching. Um, yes, he is over at uh, Andrews High School. He's volunteering to help out with their program, just like uh, Norman Phillips is helping out. Longtime legendary Irvin track and field coach, yep. helping his daughter over at Hanks High School with the track and field program. Those rockets are active, aren't they? We had that conversation. There's a lot of rockets, you know, in, in oh, Hall of Fame and everything. Everywhere, Miss Han, you got Mr. Stansberry over here. Yeah, Coach Shaw. There's a, there's a tie to Loris with the Rockets. I don't know if you know that or not. I could tie it. Michael Salcedo, former Urban Rocket, used to play for uh, El Paso Community College baseball. His whole family's from Lordsburg, New Mexico. 
Awesome. Yeah. Mm. How about that, mm. Ice? <laughs> See how he has his little reference of, did you know? <laughs> did you know? <laughs> I'm about to put the little, you what is what? it, the NBC thing? Did you know? Yeah, did little little pop-up. You know what's cool about uh, Maria Kennedy? Uh, you said she recently, uh, how recent did she retire? Like within the last week or something? Well, that? I think right. she's she's finishing out the yeah, school right? year. And, um, and uh, what a way I, to go, huh? Just, uh, yeah, to finish yeah. to finish your career, uh, inducted into the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame, um, I think she's going to have some some part to do with like uh, the regional uh, ads association, uh-huh. but uh, but officially she'll be stepping down from the from EPISD and and what a career! I yeah. mean, Maria Maria's another rocket. Uh, yeah, uh, she was she, <laughs> she was uh, she was a basketball coach at Irvin uh, back when I was there, um, and then uh, you know she was a longtime assistant of. of uh, Kenny Owens, uh, AD for EPISD, and and took over and 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 ran with it and did. She ha- she had a lot of challenges um, over the last couple of years to include COVID and dealing with that. Uh, and she just did a tremendous job and was recognized accordingly for it. Well, I can say that I'm sure she's been one of the hardest workers because I had a question about some things uh, with sports, with high school sports, and I emailed all the ADs here in the El Paso area. She was the first and only one to respond uh, very kindly with uh, more information than I, you know, I even asked for. So to me, that was a, that's a, that's a small glimpse of how awesome she really is. So congratulations to Miss Maria Kennedy. Um, let's move on to the living. Wait, let me make sure. Uh, let's do the post-hospital category. See if I said that. I don't even know if I said that. I don't think right. you said it right. What is it? Posthumous. 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 Sorry, I'm from Socorro. Sorry. I had, I had to learn. I learned that from Wayne. So. Oh, hey, yeah, he's, he's, he's over there just cracking up at me. He's like, oh my god, don't say it, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne. <laughs> Mr. Charlie Brown, longtime El Paso football coach. Talk about him a little bit. Yeah, Coach Charlie Brown. Um, you know, I knew Coach Charlie on a personal level. He was one uh, one of our uh, assistant coaches for the Greater El Paso Football Showcase. Um, you know, lost his battle uh, with COVID uh, this past November. Mm. And uh, Coach Charlie Brown is just, uh, you know, if, if you had any type of interaction with him, it, it was all love. And uh, he was one of those coaches that that was always positive reinforcement, uh, wanted to pick you up when you were down, you know, and and that just echoed throughout his career. Um, he he was a head coach at Santa Teresa for for a short time. Um, he was uh, the first wrestling coach um, at Montwood High School, uh, as well as a, a, an assistant with uh, Coach Phil Hatch um, when when he was out there. And, uh, you know, Coach Charlie Brown, you know, we we miss him dearly. Um, I know his family misses him. And, uh, you know, what a way to honor him um, after just losing him uh, this past November. That's a really great way to honor him, especially how I'm sure his family uh, could use that and you know, after losing him in 2020 to COVID, you know, so yeah, it's a great encouragement, not only for, for the family, but I'm sure everybody that was involved in, in any of the sports he coached. Uh, so congratulations to, to him and the family and everybody else we've already talked about. And uh, let's move on to the final three that I have here on my list. Uh, um, I'm going to go ahead and let you say this for John. Berkelbeck? John S. Berkelbeck. Hey, yes. 
Hey, he's learning. He's learning. Hooked on phonics. <laughs> Hooked on phonics work for you, Eddie. Hooked on phonics work for yeah, you. Yeah, he was a UTEP uh, track and field athlete. Yeah. So this one, this one was nice surprise for me, being a former thrower. Uh, you know, throwing shot and disc. Uh, to see a thrower get inducted. And uh, Mr. Berkelbeck uh, was non- nominated by uh, Mr. Joe Gomez. Um, and, uh, you know, I believe he had nominated him for the last uh, year or two um, and and finally got the votes uh, to get him in. But uh, Mr. Berkelbeck, if you know throwing, if you know the shot put, he was throwing in the 60s back in the 60s, which is an incredible throw. It's an incredible feat. UTEP, if people don't know, is known worldwide for the caliber of throwers that they had. And that all started back in the Berkelbeck era. So huh. congratulations to to Mr. Berkelbeck. Wow, I did not know that, that, that the UTEP was very – I knew that they were very well known for their track and field overall and in, in particular their long-distance runners. Uh, but I didn't know about the history of the throwing uh, there. Yeah, know. yeah. If you look, if you look back in history under Coach Kitchens, uh, they've had throwers. They've brought in guys from Norway, uh, you know, all over Europe, and yeah. you know these guys that were born and bred to throw that ball or to, or fling that discus, and uh, they've brought them here to El Paso. A lot of who st- who have stayed, uh, others that have moved on, um, but uh, Olympian after Olympian, all all out of wow. UTEP. Yeah, so pretty cool. So how does it feel like when you actually get that disc and it just it just slings it out there? How, how's that feeling? It's I mean it's 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 bliss. <laughs> it's bliss. Just, I always wonder. I always tried. I was like, yeah. you never did. I tried it. I just wasn't very good at it. I wasn't very good. Um, at it. It's a, you know discus is a more technical event, yeah. right? Than shot put. Shot put. You know you can you can use uh, you know your strength and your brawn and yeah. just muscle it out there. But discus. Um, if you look at uh, uh, successful discus uh, throwers, a lot of them are long and lanky, and mm-hmm. they just yeah. have those levers that can generate that speed and power through the spin and, and let that thing fly, man. And that's a pretty sight when you see that thing up and down, and it's, uh, it's pretty cool to see. I guess that's why I wasn't a good dancer. I didn't have that, you know, that ability <laughs> just to spin like that Michael Jackson spin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got the long lanky. I think we should we should do a competition on that. Let's see who, who, can, th- who can throw farther. We're gonna do it, and then Ed can come yeah. and just uh, show us up and throw away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to our next uh, in the living athlete category, Joe Overton, a standout player in both baseball and football, uh, signed with the San Francisco Giants in 1963. Yeah, and this is someone. I'm gonna pass the mic over to, yeah, to yeah. Mr. Thornton. Bring over him here. back! Bring him back! Uh, and returning yeah, to the yeah, stage, yeah, he's yeah. back. Because I would not do Mr. Overton justice, and and I know Wayne <laughs> will hit it on hit it on the nail. Well, I was very fortunate to see Mr. Overton last week, visiting him in Dallas, and uh, I didn't know that uh, him and his wife were talking about the fact that back in the day when he was playing in the major leagues and also spring training, that they see breakfast every morning with Willie Mays. Willie McCovey. Wow. Because they were coming up to the program, and, of course, that's got to be unbelievable to have that type of rapport with a legend like Willie Mays, who just turned 90 years old, as we all know. And I think it's really special to be able to have Mr. Overton come in because not only was he a great coach, but he's a great man. And uh, Vilas Elementary School, which is located in the Sunset Heights area, uh, that school is over 100 years old, and one of the wings at the school is named after Mr. Joe Overton. And to see uh, the excellence that he has in life, one of the other wings is named after F. Murray Abraham, who was a legendary actor who's won an Academy Award. And both 
him and Mr. Overton wasn't Mr. Overton wasn't born in El Paso, but F. Murray Abraham was. Mm. He was born in El Paso, wow. went to Vilas, went to El Paso High. So again, to have Joe Overton come in the Hall of Fame that went to Auburn University, played against Joe Namath, the quarterback. And, of course, Mr. Stansbury being a quarterback himself, uh-huh. uh, that's got to be pretty awesome when you can come in the Hall of Fame and be a part of such a great uh, group. And we can't thank Flip Lyle for nominating him as well to make it happen for Mr. Overton. And then Mr. Overton went on and, and coached here in El Paso, uh, Coronado. Yes, he did. He was a great baseball coach. In 1984, their team went undefeated, 14-0 and in district. Wow. And that's got to be one of the great uh, stories in itself because you don't go undefeated in district in El Paso baseball unless you're Chris Ford with Socorro High School, of course, and he's in the Hall of Fame as well. So Joe Overton, uh, I tell you what, uh, he knew Don Brooks very well, and unfortunately, Mr. Brooks, we've lost him uh, last week or so. But, uh, again, to be able to be an educator and to be a coach and also to be a person that's been a mentor for so many young people in El Paso, Texas, it's going to be a good time for him to come back and, and be a part of the El Paso League Hall of Fame. So is Joe Overton, he, he lives uh, elsewhere right now? Yes, sir. He lives in Dallas, Texas. Oh, okay. It's really Aubrey, Texas, which is right outside of Dallas. And uh, him and his wife have been Him and his wife have known each other since they were six years old. Wow. And uh, <laughs> they're both 80, 81 years old right now. In fact, Mr. Overton stopped teaching, substitute teaching. He's been doing it. Since two thousand, he stopped in two thousand nineteen, so he was seventy nine years old and still substitute teaching. That's how much he loved teaching. He retired here in El Paso in two thousand, and nineteen years more he was substitute teaching in the Houston area, and now they've moved to Dallas. Wow, isn't that amazing? That's awesome. It was it was pretty neat when Wayne was visiting uh, last weekend with Mr. Overton. They gave me a call, and you know I'm I'm talking to Mr. Overton, and he's telling me about you know uh, you know him being at Dudley Field, uh, you know back in the day, uh-huh. and you know I told him I was a snotty nosed kid going to the games and seeing the <laughs> yeah. seeing the chicken dance around on top <laughs> yeah, of the dugouts, yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, you know I said, oh man, that area has changed so much. And he's like, well yeah, the zoo uh, the zoo was nearby. Where you know has it has it grown? Has it expanded? <laughs> right over Dudley Field where it used to be, <laughs> yeah, man. The zoo is huge. So um, he was saying how excited he is uh, to come in town uh, later this summer for the banquet and just kind of cruise around and see how El Paso has changed. That's awesome. That, these are the amazing stories that I love to hear about El Paso and that we, you know, Ace and I talk all the time. So many greats come out of El Paso. We have so many great athletes here, uh, currently, formerly, that are going to be coming up soon. There's so much greatness here in El Paso. And let's go ahead and talk about one more here, uh, Mr. Jim Weddle, a marathon runner. Yeah, Jim Waddell. Um, Waddell. And, uh, Waddell. He was uh, so so. You know, we you know going through and you read these these nomination packets, and some of them are pretty extensive. I mm-hmm. mean, 15, 20 pages on a PowerPoint with pictures, newspaper clippings, uh-huh. everything, just their entire resume. And uh, when you look at Mr. Jim Waddell, and and Wayne had to correct me on this, um, we had him listed at forty nine times qualified for the Boston Marathon and the New York Marathon. And Wayne, talk about what what we discussed (laughs) and how that broke down because um, the number is like, wow. Yeah, if you look at the Boston Marathon, he's qualified for it 49 times. He's only 60 years old. So many people think, wow, since since he's been 11, (laughs) but 
in a, in a calendar year, you can qualify for the Boston Marathon multiple times by different races when you race, oh, okay. and you reach that peak as far as that particular time. He's qualified for the New York Marathon 22 times, and the New York <sighs> Marathon was just announced is going to be run in November of this year. But the New York Marathon is one of the toughest marathons in the nation to be able to qualify for, uh-huh. and to be able to be on that level uh, that many times. You can tell Mr. Waddell, who also used to work at the El Paso Times with Ruben R. Ramirez and uh, a great guy, and uh, he's going to be a welcome to the Hall of Fame as well. Just shout out to them for running, because man, I, I don't know where they get that. Remember we were talking about that? People just enjoy it. I, I just feel now like that running. Guy enjoyed it. Like, I just okay. felt like running. And I, I'll, I'll run to the fridge. <laughs> I'm so, with you on it on that, Ace. <laughs> so, so, Ace, um, you you got to vote this year. I did. You you met the requirements. I'm not telling you who I voted for. I don't want to know who you voted for because <laughs> that'll be a whole another argument that we could last another whole hour on. <laughs> Anyways, talk about a little bit about the experience. So, I mean, he, uh, you know, Mr. Ed was talking about, you know, all the stuff that they put out there, the resume, the photos, the news clippings. Talk about, you know, looking at all that stuff and the experience of. of, of well, well, I'll talk about that. And then what we've been doing with the podcast is just seeing all these stories of what, you know, these great folks have done and to, 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 to hear it and see it and, and just, you know, soak it all in because, you know, people, the mentality, oh, there's nobody from El Paso or whatever. And you look, I mean, um, I forgot his name. Uh, Fred, basketball player from UTEP that we had on. I think it was Fred Reynolds. Fred Reynolds. He was playing with Michael Jordan, Patrick Ewing, and all that on that Olympic team. Yeah. Right? Um, you know, his his story about Moses Malone picking him up, you know, in Houston yeah. on that. Just what, what do you say? Equivalent of, like, LeBron James coming to pick you up, yeah. you know, to go play. I mean, Stories like that, seeing the accomplishments that that these athletes have done and what they continue to do afterwards is just just it's it's awesome. It's 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 good to be a part of and see and and you know have that I guess vote to bring them into what is it a uh, eternal recognition? Yeah. On that, it's 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 awesome. So you guys have been working on a podcast together, you yes. three. Where yes. can we find the podcast? Oh, um, on anyway, any, any on any of your uh, on any of your social media platforms, whether it be Spotify, Apple, Google, um, uh, did I say Apple? Um, we're on episode fourteen, I oh, think wow. it is. Uh, right. We we still got plenty in the can. I think it was a uh, Junior Vicenio. I can't he's up now. Yeah, he's a, Junior Vicenio, boxes. and just his stuff too. You do a Golden Gloves two time winner. Right, three three time winner. See, I'm, I'm all, all right. <laughs> but what he what he continued to do for the sport of boxing here in El Paso, you know, that a lot of people just don't really, I guess, know in it and can appreciate. Um, it's just it's just an awesome feeling to to be part of that. That's really it. Really is good for you, Ace. And by the way, it wouldn't happen without of course Ace because he's been phenomenal. He's been here to them day one, and the backing of Mr. Stansbury as well has been very special because he was on the very first podcast, Mr. Stansbury and. Ace every week he comes and he's ready to go and he's oh, very yeah. enthusiastic and that makes it happen. Yep, really, really does. You guys have done a tremendous job. All the episodes are now on uh, on the website directly. So at uh, El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame dot com, we have our own little podcast section. Welcome to the hall, Ace and mm-hmm. Wayne. Killing it. So there's there's no excuses, people. There's no excuses. We got you on ten different platforms. Right. Oh, I didn't see it. No, no, no. So they will. Um, you guys will be honoring the new class, the 2021 class, uh, coming up uh, here in a few months. Um, can you give us the information about the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame banquet 
that will be going on. Yeah, so we we have two banquets uh, uh, in the planning oh. uh, right now. Last year, obviously, because of the pandemic, uh, we, we couldn't do a banquet. Um, I was adamant about not having a virtual banquet. I wanted to give uh, the inductees their chance, their, their due, their recognition uh, to be able to stand up at the podium and, and address and thank everybody that, that helped them uh, get to this achievement. And so um, the class of 2020, that banquet is scheduled for June 30th um, at 6 p.m. Uh, at the airport Radisson. Uh, tickets are on sale already on our website, El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame, uh, dot com. And then on August 25th, uh, we are going to celebrate the class of 2021. So about a month apart then. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that'll be at the same venue. Uh, the Radisson is, has been bending over backwards, helping us, uh, accommodating us, uh, getting it set up. Uh, Wayne, do you want to talk about the press conferences that, uh, that we're going to do as well? Yes, sir. Uh, both days, the day before, we'll have a news conference, and that will be at 3 p.m. at the Radisson Hotel. So the first one will be June 29th, the day before, with all the Hall of Fame inductees to be able to interview them. And then, of course, August 24th, we'll do the same with the 2021 class. Awesome. You better get your tickets, Eddie. I already got mine. God, I knew you were going to I was just about to say, I better get my ticket. You better get your tickets. <laughs> so I'm going to get my tickets, okay? <laughs> Links online, uh, El Paso Athletic <laughs> <it. laughs> Where do you think I got these notes from? <laughs> um, you know, we've had uh, some Hall of Famers, like I mentioned, on here before. Um, Felix Chavez, like I said, 2021. Uh, Duke Keith. Duke, another another legend here in El Paso, Texas. Uh, do you guys still communicate with Duke at all? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, how do you guys talk? You guys just talk about rhinos. You guys talk about everything going on in the city. Everything in between. Uh, Duke Duke reached out to me several times this year, um, looking to nominate uh, different people. Um, you know, for for the Hall of Fame. So we're I'm, we're in constant communication. Um, you know, I see him around, out and about. Uh, I haven't checked out a Rhinos game since I moved back. That's something that I, that's on my to do list. So oh, man. Uh, as soon as uh, as soon as my calendar frees up in yeah. about three years, <laughs> I might I might have a chance. <laughs> what do you mean free up? We don't got no free. Just, just on the route route your way yeah. when you're going. Okay, let's just make a quick pick well, stop there. There we go. Happened. We're here. All right, did, did free time. We don't got free time. Yeah, Rhinos are fun. Too, yeah. Especially with their new upgrades. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you know, my wife and I, when we first started dating, because my wife went to Irvin High School with me, uh, one of our first dates was at a Buzzards game. And, I, you know, I had zero interest in hockey. I was yeah. this football, basketball guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I went to a Buzzards game at the Coliseum, and I had so much fun to be at a hockey game in person. Is it a hockey game or ho- hockey match? I, I say I game. Hockey game. game? Okay. Yeah. But to be in person – and they're throwing like squids, they're throwing hats, and it's like chaos. Um, if you haven't been, you should go and check it out for sure. Did you yeah, did man. you skate in the rink afterwards? No, 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 no. See, I don't, see, I don't that, do skating. See, but that would have been your Rocky moment, like in Rocky <laughs> One, Rocky Two, right? You know, Adrian, you know. <laughs> Another one, uh, former uh guest we had here on the Sports and More podcast, uh, Mr. Ruben R. Ramirez. Uh, one of the legendary photographers here out of El Paso and continues to 
be very hard working to promote uh, athletics here in El Paso. Talk a little bit about Ruben and your guys' relationship with Ruben. Well, well, for me uh, as president, Ruben was was the immediate past president. I mentioned oh, it okay, earlier. Yeah. And so him and I were were still meeting. Um, you know, I I used him, uh, you know, as a as a source of knowledge uh, in making decisions for what we had to to face. Uh, you know, in the last couple of years, and and he's 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 been one of those guys that uh, you know uh, that I could reach out to, and he's always made himself available to me. And uh, you know, it's it's a funny thing, um, being back in El Paso. I've been back for six years now. Um, you know, I was removed from El Paso for 18 years. And, yeah, I kept up. But for me, the coolest part about being surrounded by guys like Wayne Thornton and Ruben Ramirez and Felix Chavez is getting to know their history and the stories. And, and you know, Ruben in particular, to see all the different games and all the different oh, venues yeah. he's been at oh, yeah. and shot at, man, that it gives me chills to think about that. So it's uh, it's a, it's just a really neat for me to to really dig in and get to know these guys stories oh yeah i I totally agree with you to hear all the different stories is is one of the things that i love the most especially about this here and uh you know i I truly believe we need more rubens and waynes in the world absolutely (laughs) (laughs) so i gotta ask wayne wayne what's the hall of fame mean to you since you've been a part of it for for so long uh it's something that's it's a person's legacy obviously but it's also about family because your own family looks at you and says, you know, uh, I'm in the Hall of Fame as well because of what you have accomplished. And you can't get to where we are with Mr. Stansbury. Obviously, he could say the same thing without your family supporting you because there's so many people along the way that have made it possible for you to give up so much of your time. And to me, it means very special. It's very special because I've met so many great individuals, um, not only athletes, but also people that just are good, honest human beings to make this world go round, and that's to me is the best because uh, when we meet, and of course we haven't been able to meet in person, but you remember when we were meeting in person, to walk into that room and to see all these legends walk into that room and realize you can just walk up to them and talk to them like a normal person, it's got to be one thing that uh, a lot of people would love to be able to have that gift to do. And I think Mr. Stansbury can touch on the fact about anybody that would like to be on the committee for the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame, how they can be able to do that. Eddie? (laughs) (laughs) Has there been one uh, in particular speech, because I I assume you guys have speeches at these uh, award banquets, that's really stuck out, and you're like, man, you remember when such and such spoke at our banquet? And, and it was just mind-blowing what he said. And I can, you know, is there anything that sticks out to either one of you two? I know one of the longest was Leo Cancellari, and we all know Leo, and, of course, he's just a motivator in his own right. But Leo was something special. Eddie Mullins was another person because uh, many people have said, was it Eddie Mullins or was it Leo Cancellari that went the <laughs> longest when they got up there on the mic? And now it's like, what, five minutes, Mr. Stansbury, right, to right. be able to make sure that we can get out of there before midnight. Oh, wow, you had to put a time limit. <laughs> yeah, so, so you know, as president and, and being part of the officers, uh, you know, we, we tell the inductees, uh, you know, we don't want the banquet running five, six hours, right? And and so we try to limit their speeches to five minutes. But can you imagine, I, at least for me, it was hard enough, uh, you know, stick staying within the five minutes. But uh, yeah. can you imagine putting your life's work? Uh, within five minutes but all all of the speeches are are impactful i mean they really share um and thank the people that have helped them along the way and and telling the stories i mean i can remember making my speech and and 
I'm not a, I'm not a person that cries or really shows emotion. And I was bawling by the end yeah. of uh, the end of my speech. And, uh, you know, and that goes back to wanting to do a banquet in person and having them go up there so they can experience that. Um, you know, it's just a, it's such a great night. One of the things I remember in 2015 when I got inducted is I was stepping into the elevator and I had just flown into town from Orange County and Mr. Thornton was in there. And I'll never forget this. Um, I told him, I said, Wayne, I, I, I've looked up to you for, for, for many years. And um, if I can do a small piece of what you've done here in El Paso, that's my goal. And I, I meant that wholeheartedly. And uh, after that banquet, I had moved my family here, um, you know, uh, permanently from an El Paso. And, and I just hit the ground running. And I have Wayne uh, to look up to and just to see how involved he is still, even after retiring to see how he, how involved he is, that's what I want to emulate, and that's what I want to do for this city, a city that built me, a city that made me. Oh, yeah. Wayne, he's got that impact. Well, I'll tell you what, that's very kind <laughs> words Mrs. Stansbury did. But, you know, one of the great thing about this banquet, of course, we're not doing it for the two banquets coming up, is recognizing the high school athletes. And we are very lucky to be able to honor all the great high school athletes each year. But this year also with the 2020 banquet, uh, we're honoring the 40-year uh, the first high school athlete honored for the Hall of Fame was in 1980, and that's 40 years ago. So we're going to be honoring the four individuals that were the very first named ever, and that's Patsy Norman, who was at El Paso High, a great runner. Kurt Powell went to Irvin High School, was a great track and field individual. Another rocket. Yeah. No. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> yeah, Rosa Sosa that went to Bel Air High School, was a great basketball player. And then Eddie Cadena, who was a track and field and football quarterback at uh, Riverside High School. And uh, I say that because of the fact that each year the largest high school banquet put on has been the El Paso Independent School District when they honor their all-district champions. They haven't done it for the last two years because of the pandemic. Yeah. But I remember three years ago when they did the banquet, uh, we had it at Fort Bliss. And uh, it was really neat because the guest speaker was a gentleman to my right, Mr. Ed Stansbury. And what was really special was, number one, was that when he took the mic, you could look right at his dad sitting right there. Everywhere I've seen Mr. Stansbury, I see his dad when he speaks or is uh -huh. at a big event. And his dad, to have him in the house when you speak as, your, as a son, it's got to be very phenomenal. Oh, yeah. But even more so, Mr. Stansbury's words were so neat and so cool because of the fact when the banquet was over, you had a line of people wanting to get Mr. Stansbury's autograph. These are high school athletes who yeah. were very accomplished, going on to college and start their own world, start their own way their own path and they're lined up to get an autograph from mr stansbury so that shows you how much he means to northeast el paso and the city of el paso and i don't think people understand or realize the stansbury name when you talk about what he's accomplished what his family's accomplished and i think we all should be very very lucky in this world that uh, when we go to high school and we play sports a lot of us look back and say oh yeah i was a pretty good athlete but you got to realize to be a high school athlete is not easy yeah. And to be able to play at the level that he played yeah. and to be a scholarship to UCLA, mm -hmm. what is that about? And then to get, hey, man, we want you in the NFL. How is that? Yeah. And to be able to talk to young people, man, your words are like E.F. Hutton. I'm going to listen. Right? Elite of the elites. There you go. That's where, that's where that is at. How do you do that, Wayne? <laughs> 
<laughs> right? I Can I bottle that up? We got it recorded. You can hit, up, hit the playback yeah. on there. I'm, 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 just, I'm just amazed at Wayne when he speaks. And golly. Hey, hey, he's our Morgan Freeman, okay? He's our he's our, he's our our Morgan Freeman. I like that, dude. I like that. I like that, brother. He likes it, too. Put the like up there, right? Yes, That's so awesome. I do. Let me take this time. I don't want to give it away, but, uh, you know, Wayne means the world for me. He's been there uh, behind the scenes, uh, helping me, navigating through this. And uh, I've put, to, put together something special for him that I'm going to present uh, um, at the banquet. But, uh, you know, it's so so buy your tickets. You don't want to miss it. Um, I mean, that means I Wayne, get my is, ticket Wayne like is the true legend. Of El Paso. I, I agree. I, I hope you have some legendary tacos for him right there. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> that that so and, cool. And I bet you just being around him, it, it, it's it's pushed you Ed, to do a little bit more, a little bit more Absolutely. for the Hall of Fame. Let's let's try a little bit more. You know, I could think of a, of an instance where you know Wayne challenged me. Hey, let's let you 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 do okay with social media. He said let's let's put something together with the Sun Bowl and and teach social media stuff. So, you know, we got some together real quick and well, not real quick, but we got some together and and we put on a nice little gig for for uh, for other El Paso ones to come and learn. Yeah, you know, I I equate it to uh, you know a young up and coming athlete being able. to to practice or just be around somebody at with an elite caliber that's how I feel when I'm with Wayne um, because he just pushes you and pushes yeah. you and and just shows you and opens your mind up to different things because what we do isn't easy I mean you guys can all attest to the time and uh, and 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 the patience that it takes to go through and, and make yourself available to people. And, you know, and, and Wayne has a family. I have a family. I have young kids who are in sports. And, you know, Wayne Wayne knows that, like, I don't miss sports. I don't miss practices. I'm there. My dad was there for me. My mom was there for me. I'm going to be there for my kids. And then you have all these other things that are going on. But it's the passion, I think, uh, that that both Wayne and I have that you guys have that we share that's what drives us uh, through those long days oh, yeah. those long hours and making sure we get it done for 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 the betterment of of this city yeah definitely you know we're just talking about those long days and and you know just we struggle through them we push through them and and it's I believe it's like you said for me it's the love of the the region the love of El Paso Las Cruces uh, and the people here and the all the great things that are going on and I, I pretty positive you guys are on the same wavelength with that as well well your supervisor over at the Sumbo Association Bernie Olivas uh, he's the in the Hall of Fame as well and you talk about his brother Sal Olivas who's in the Hall of Fame and one of the great quarterbacks in history is uh, Sal Olivas from New Mexico State yeah the great rivalry they had when they played UTEP with Billy Stevens how neat is that, man? Yeah, I tell you, that's amazing, isn't it? That's it? But you talked about social media, and I want to make sure that people understand. Uh, two years ago, a particular website for the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame was nice, but it wasn't something that you was a destination place. It's now a destination place because of Mr. Sansbury. He's took it to another level in the digital age. Uh, the last two years, and you attest to this, Ace, uh, we've had to be able to vote in virtual environment, and it's not easy to be able to pull that off. And we all know about Zoom. We all know about Microsoft Teams. But to be able to be actually vote and make it where it's a consensus of everybody doing it and doing it at the right time with a particular deadline, Mr. Stansbury was the leader of that. 
And I think that many times when you look at individuals that served as president of the Hall of Fame, 55 individuals have done so. I'm, I'm sorry, 66, this will be 66 years of the Hall of Fame. But you've got to put Mr. Stansberry right up there at the top because you had to have somebody with a strong will and fortitude to be able to get us through this pandemic, and he's done that. And we're going to have a great celebration the next two banquets coming up. And I invite all of El Paso to come out because there's only 200 seats for every banquet. And that's not very many because we had 400 at our last banquet because we had a bigger uh, environment to have it at El Paso Community College. Now we're at the Radisson. It's a little smaller because of the fact that uh, we have a nice stage in there as well. But 200 tickets is not very many. So come please, on, ladies and gentlemen, if you want a ticket, go to El Paso Lily Hall of Fame dot com. Or please uh, give us a call at 915-373-6708 or call Mr. Stansberry. And I'll tell you what, we also, if you want to be a sponsor of the event, uh, we want you to be able to uh, be a part of that in some capacity. But we can't think enough, and I'm sure Mr. Stansberry can attest to this, the El Paso Sports Commission, who's our title sponsor. And, of course, we talk about uh, Brian Kennedy and Bo Bagley and all the great people over there. Oh, Thank yeah. them for their help and their support. Most definitely. And, uh, yeah, you're right, Ace. I better hurry up and get my freaking tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no excuse. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, here's what I'm going to do. Make sure I get my tickets by the end of the week. All right? You got. You heard it right here at Sports More Podcast. Get my tickets by the end of the week. Seven, that'll be 70 bucks. Then I'm going to work my tail off to get some kind of sponsor for for these these events there we go oh, oh man that'd be amazing off, I, I got i got somebody in mind uh who i can, can probably convince to give a couple hundred bucks or some something of some sort uh his name his name his his name is not asa cosa don't worry <laughs> i'm not gonna throw you in there can i pay in tacos yeah. <laughs> so, that would be amazing eddie thank yeah. you thank no you. but definitely i'm a man of my word so i'm gonna get my tickets so i'm gonna see you there ace well, you better get some some other ones because you got my second ticket. Oh no, you're gonna get both tickets. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just saying. Uh, I'm buying your tickets too. No, no, I already got mine. Oh, got okay, mine. cool. <laughs> I get mine. Um, again, thank you guys. Uh, website once one more time, Mr. Ed. El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame dot com. And that's where you can also find the podcast that uh, these three gentlemen put together, so you can learn more about uh, these Hall of Famers. Uh, hosted hosted by our own uh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Morgan Freeman, watch out. You got somebody coming for your job. Do you guys have social media? Do you guys uh, We do. We have a Facebook, uh Twitter account, Instagram account, all uh E P A F You know, E P A H H O F E P H O F. I'll pass a E P Athletic. So oh, a- there's an A in there. H O F H O F. Okay. Cool. So find them. Uh thank you guys so much for this. Um, we really appreciate all you guys have done and that are doing uh, for El Paso, um, especially giving the recognition to those who extremely deserve it because, it's like you said, long hours, a lot of hard work that goes into all these uh, things, whether it's track and field, football, media, donations, whatever it may be. It's a, it's a lot of hard work. Um, El Paso Chihuahuas are still in town. One more game tonight, uh, 6.35 p.m. It's the El Paso Margaritas tonight. Tonight it's the Margaritas, but nice. it's El Paso Chihuahua, 6.35 p.m. Uh, right across the street from where we're at right now at Southwest University Ballpark. They are on a roll. Six-game winning streak. Those Chihuahuas are looking Have you guys right. gone to a game yet? Not, Not yet. yet. Not yet? No. 
Get out, get out there when you can. Uh, long season, of course, so plenty of chances. Um, a lot of fun, as always. They always do a great job there. Uh, uh, some other good news. Uh, goalkeeper Logan Ketterer, who was playing with uh, Locomotive, um, scored a goal in MLS last night. Nice. Yeah, so if, uh, again, you people uh, who are looking for things to do. He scored? Oh, wow. No, wait, he stopped a goal, uh -huh. saved a goal. Saved a goal. Like, wait, man. Let goalie. me get that right. That's a long <laughs> kick right there. Yeah, all the way across. Imagine that. that. Now, that would be awesome. Now, now, here's the thing. He stopped the goal on the league's leading scorer. Oh. Wow. You were up to date with the news this morning. Good well, that was you. the first one. I don't know. I'm sorry. Anyways, congratulations to him because he it was his MLS debut. So, going from, you know, uh, here in El Paso to the MLS, that happens often with both the locomotive and the El Paso Chihuahuas, you can watch professional players. Uh, for example, tonight, Mackenzie Gore is pitching uh, for the El Paso Chihuahuas. Uh, top prospect for the for the Padres. I'll be very surprised if we don't see him in the major leagues by the end of the year. Wow. So um, I need to give some quick shout-outs really quick uh, to the Las Cruces High School Varsity Cheer Team. Uh, they won state in uh, New Mexico last week. Uh, so congratulations. They only had seven win seven weeks to put together two different routines. Imagine that, having to come up with two different kind of routines. I could barely put right foot over left. I, could, I, <laughs> I have trouble <laughs> with life every day. So good job to them. Also to the Lordsburg High School girls basketball team for finishing runner-up in the 2A New Mexico uh, State High School basketball tournament, which was up in Albuquerque. They played in the pit uh, last week. And also... Former guest, William Benjamin. You guys know William Benjamin? Yeah, great coach in El Paso. We used to Las play for New Mexico State yeah, too, right? Yeah, uh, current uh, varsity coach for the Las Cruces High School Bulldogs. Uh, they went 14-1 this season, nice. uh, lost in the state title game to Cleveland High School in the pit. And also to a cousin of mine over in San Diego, California, who won junior cadet in San Diego, California, um, put in a lot of hard work and was the first uh, girl to do this there in California. It's also her birthday tomorrow. She turns 13. So happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Uh, again, gentlemen, thank you so much. Thank you guys for having us. It's a, a true blessing and, and, and uh, gosh, we got to do, huh? do it again. Right? Right? It's fun. Yeah, no, we're definitely going to do it again, <laughs> uh, especially uh, in the fall when football starts. We're going to bring you on to talk uh, some college football and to talk the showcase. Let's do it. Because we didn't get to talk about the showcase at all. But They'll be on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we're Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I don't know if we need to call this the Hall of Fame episode or the Irvin Rockets. I don't know. There's, it's, it's, there's a lot of Rockets in there. What, what high school did you go to? I went to Burgess for two years, but I graduated in Japan, in Okinawa. Oh, so oh. he's international uh, right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's how we do. Makes sense right. now. That's, that's how we do. Morgan, you, Morgan Freeman, watch out. You got <laughs> some Japanese stuff over here. Uh, <laughs> I, I just think you should just call it the Ed Stansberry Show. Right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let me thank you for letting me have you on the Ed Stansberry Show. Th 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 thank you for the quick couple minutes and uh, a little yeah. feature. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so again, find uh, the Sports and More podcast on Facebook. Uh, search for Sports and More podcast with your host Eddie Morelos, and also on Twitter at Sports and More POD. Ace, anything else before we go? No, but I just want to hear another little saying from Wayne. Let's let's end it out, Wayne. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen out there, if you listen to this at night, uh, hopefully you are. But uh, before you go to bed tonight, just look outside and look up in the sky. You won't see any stars. You know why? Because all the stars are right here. <laughs>